Yo, what's going on, Carbro Nation? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington, and I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio recording episode 157. That's right, 157 episodes of the TR Expert Talks. And today it is Tuesday. We're playing around with a little bit of a different time frame. I used to record these uh, episodes like way late, like 10 o'clock, 9.30 at the earliest. Today it's around, uh, it's about 5.30 right now. So we're going to see what it feels like around this time. I got a client later on, so I've got to make sure that that I put this in a uh, time frame, a timely time frame. I'm just going to see how it goes. Anyways, uh, I was thinking today, my clients, man, I had a great time with my clients. They're doing a great job. It's about that time of year where people that have started at the beginning of the year start to see those results because it's, you know, it was week three now. People are doing their thing if they're staying consistent and they're starting to see those results or or they're quitting because they didn't <laughs> stay consistent. You know, you might be one of, in one of those two camps or you might be on the fence of one of those two camps. But I have to say that uh, if you are doing your thing, more power too. If you're not, you know, your boy J-Dub has got your back over here at 300 Levering Mill Road. <laughs> Shameless plug. Anyways, today I was thinking about my clients, one in particular, Carol. She does the TRX class at 9.30. She used to train with me. She's been training with me for a while, but we took a little bit of hiatus when I changed gyms, when I went from uh, where I was at uh, Aquatic and Fitness Center to uh, where I am now here at General Fitness Company. And it was... Uh, when we started back, it was like we started over. You know, she's 75 years old, so uh, not everything it just bounces back like it, like it does when you're 25 or even 45 for that matter. So we had a little bit of a learning curve getting back into the swing of things. But I tell you, since we started back up about a year ago, she's seen some real real progress. I've seen her flexibility uh, get a lot better. Her mobility overall has gotten a lot better. Her stamina has definitely gotten a lot better. And I'm just overall proud of what she's done. That being said, (laughs) I want to talk about why me, Jerry Washington, the TR expert, prefers to use machines over the TRX. As I sit here right now staring at this machine that uh, I've been using a lot (laughs) since I've gotten it, I'm thinking about why I used to always use machines back when I trained myself in other gyms. And I'm not saying I exclusively use machines, and I'm not saying that I exclusively exclusively use the TRX, but I do prefer machines over the TRX. And today we're going to talk about why Jerry, me, the TR expert, prefers to use machines over the TRX. But before we get into that episode, uh, but before we get into it, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share this podcast. It'd be really awesome if you could just take a screenshot, send it over to a friend. You can do it old school way. Just tap him on the shoulder and be like, you, listen to that General Fitness Company cast. That Jerry is spitting some fire. <laughs> or, you know, if you don't get around to sharing it, you can uh, leave a rating or review right now. You can do it right now. Or you can do it after you listen to this podcast in, in its entirety. You can scroll all the way down to the bottom. We're at episode number 157. So if you scroll down 156 episodes, you can see five stars. And above that is a little box that says uh, write a review. Uh, if you do both of them, you're my friend. If you do neither of them, well, you know. I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but I would appreciate that. That's just kind of how we get found around the, the iTunes, Spotify, whatever you're listening to platform. The more people that listen, the more people that share, the more uh, people can find this uh, podcast. So I really appreciate that. Those that have already been sharing, I got you. I see you. Much appreciated. Those that have written a review like Dr. Reeman, much love to you, my man. Or my woman, <laughs> who are you? It's like, it's like anonymous. You can't tell who people are. So anyways, uh, if, and if you've done those uh, and you haven't subscribed, get on that. Because you know, if you subscribe, when I release these podcast episodes, when they get out into the airwaves, you'll get that ding. Ding! 
<laughs> you'll get that ding on your phone. That is a notification saying that General Fitness Company Cast has just released a new episode. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into this podcast episode, episode number 157 of the TR Expert Talks. Why does the TR Expert like to use machines again? Lego! Alright, so let's get this episode underway. As I was saying in the intro, training for me is like, I think that it should be everything. I was saying that I, like, I do TRX, uh, I do machines, I do kettlebells as well, but the thing that I like to do the most is machines because for me it's just easy to set up, uh, it doesn't really have to take much thinking, uh, and it's a process. So when you have like a process... For things, I was talking about, talking about this to a few of my clients the other day. When you have a process for something, it's just a little bit easier to do than, say, if you have something that you have to pick up. Like you see people, especially like they say like the smartest people are like the messiest people. And you see like people that may have like all this mess around their house because it's easy to pick it up. That's like something that's not a challenge. So you don't really like think about picking it up because it's just like second nature like that's eventually going to get done whereas like they would be more likely to do something that involves some type of process some kind of uh, step-by-step process that'll get you from point a to point b Uh, i was talking about this with a with my music teacher as well she's my former music teacher now my my client but we were talking about how she likes to when she's creating music, she doesn't like to create like the poppy songs because she says they're normally like four or five chords and they're pretty repetitive. So like she can pick up, she, she says she can make a song in literally two seconds like, and they're pretty good. I mean, she's a, she's a world-renowned pianist, so I'm pretty sure she can make some songs up on her own. But she prefers not to do that because it's so easy. She'd rather do something where she has to really create something that's more elaborate or maybe even follow something that's more elaborate and create from there as opposed to just you know maybe making a, a little uh, beat that you might hear on the radio. So, and I, I, take the, I take it the same way with the TRX. Now, TRX isn't a, a simple thing, obviously. TRX, is, even though it is two straps, it seems like it's simple. It's actually quite complex. It's, it's uh, what, do they, what do I like to say, it's um, what is this? Simplistic, simplistic complexity of the TRX often baffles a lot of my clients because it is so simple, two straps mounted to a wall, but there's so many things you can do and so many things that you have to account for when you're using the TRX that oftentimes my clients find that it can be overwhelming. So that being said, those clients I normally like to put on the machines because they can get a sense of awareness and they can get a sense of like how their body is supposed to move when they're, when they're trying to push or pull or move a load. So that is like the main reason why I actually use machines for, uh, for certain clients because it can get complicated and overwhelming when you're using something, especially when it is something that is so simple, so seemingly simple, and you find it complex. It can be frustrating. I know when I first used the TRX, I was uber frustrated because I'm looking at these straps and I'm thinking, you know, I'm a six-time All-American. Uh, at the time, I wasn't a Hall of Famer, but, you know, I was, I was, I'm an athlete. So using a TRX and getting flustered with it frustrated even more. I was frustrated with the fact that I was frustrated with something so simple. So 
I can see for my clients how it would be beneficial for them to actually feel confident with exercises, feel confident with their movement, and then move on to the TRX, which can be simple, but at the same time, pretty complex. So the reason why I like to use the machines, though, is obviously I'm pretty well experienced in training, and the TRX, being the TR expert, is something that I'm relatively familiar with. I would say, obviously, I'm always learning new things. I'm trying to learn new things when I'm working out with the TRX. But for the most part, I can figure out what I'm doing. But the reason why I like to use the machines is because when I'm using the TRX, it doesn't have, like as I was talking about before, it doesn't have that set of steps. It doesn't have that complex or even um, step-by-step set of movements that you can do that will get you from point A to point B. Say, for instance, when you're doing a press on a machine, what you're going to do is you're going to obviously set the machine up, put the machine where your, your body should be, set the, you know, the, the bars in relation to your body and where they should be. Obviously, it should be in line with your chest if you're doing a chest press. And then you check the weights, you do the pin, you know, put the pin in where it needs to be, you take a seat, you know, catch your breath, and you get ready to push it, push it out for 10 reps. Now, the same exercise on the TRX doesn't work exactly the same way. With the TRX, you kind of have to feel it out. You might have to do one or two reps at first to kind of feel how your body feels, and then you kind of move your body forward and back, and then while you're doing that, move, you know, moving your body forward and back, trying to figure out your spot where you want to do your set, you have to also account for a lot more things than you would with the machine. Then those things are always different, so it's not necessarily a routine that goes with TRX. There's a few exercises that you pretty much have a routine, but the t- routine is not necessarily always the same on every movement. And it's not even the same every time you do the same movement. Sometimes you might feel a little stronger, so you have to step back more, gauge it from there. Sometimes you might feel a little weaker, so you have to step out more, engage it from there. So there's a, there's a lot more steps, but the steps aren't as intuitive as they are with the machine. You know, As I said, with the machine, you just pretty much set it. It's always gonna be at your chest. We're, again, we're talking about a chest press. You're gonna set the weight. Maybe the weight might be too heavy for you one day, so you just turn around, move the pin. Maybe the weight might feel extra light, so same thing. And that's pretty much it. You do 10 reps, maybe 12, maybe 15 if you're going for an extra burn. And that's pretty much it. You don't have to do any adjustments. You just push the weight, pull the weight, lift the weight, drop the weight. Whatever you're doing on the machine, it's relatively easy. Now, I'm not saying that I would only do machines because, as I said, I am very fond of having multiple methods of movement and having the widest range of motion in your movement as possible. And you can't get that same range of motion with a machine. The machine is pretty much static to a certain range. So you can move it forward, you can move it backward, but you're not going to be able to do much outside of that range that the machine can do. You maybe can adjust your body a little bit and play around with that, but... For the most part, a machine is pretty much set. So I found, and the reason why I'm thinking about, I've been thinking about this is because I've gotten this new machine uh, delivered here last week. We just put it together, me and my intern, we just put it together this weekend. And I've been using it quite a bit more than I was using the TRX. Even when I first got it, you know, when I used the TRX, kind of played around with it a little bit, but I've been... I've been just pretty much jumping on the machine, doing a couple reps here and there, and I've been working out all day, every day since I got the machine. So, as I said, I'm the TR expert. I will always be the TR expert, but for the most part, if I'm gonna get a, if I'm gonna get just a quick workout in, if I'm gonna get just a little something something that I want to feel a burn in, I can always go count on my machine 
to uh, always have the same amount of weight. <laughs> it's always going to be the same amount of resistance. I don't have to guess or anything like that. And I can just get a quick pump and then get back to work. I pretty much you know, will jump in and out and just do a little exercise. So we'll see how it works out for me. Uh, I don't plan on trying to overwork my body. I still stick with my, still, my, with my game plan of a split in the upper body and lower body. But uh, like I said, I'm uh, interested to see how this works out now because I have this machine that I hadn't had beforehand. So we'll see if uh, I start getting in even better shape uh, than I have been because I've been kind of slacking in the TRX workouts, not going to lie. It's just been busy. And, you know, when you when you have something that's an obstacle, the perceived time that it takes to actually do a TRX workout, it, it'll stop you. And that's what's been stopping me. I, the, as I said, you have to think about it. You have to think, you have to think about what exercise you want to do. You have to think about like what your positioning is and you have to feel out how your positioning is in relation to how your body feels so there's a lot of thought that goes into it not a not a ton of thought but just enough for you to say all right I'll do something else so and that just kind of happens in everyday life and we're going to talk about that a little bit more in our final thought so stay tuned for that because I'll be having that final thought for you in just a couple moments All right, so let's go ahead and finish this off here with a final thought or two. So there's this thing called 25 cognitive biases. I've mentioned it a few times in a couple of episodes in the past. I haven't gone through all 25. I've probably gone through maybe five or six, maybe even 10 at the most. They're, pretty, they're relatively simple, and uh, they can give us a clear idea of why we make the decisions that we make. You know, we're not logical creatures, unfortunately. We don't make logical decisions. For the most part, we make emotional decisions. We aren't, rash, uh, we aren't rational creatures, and anybody in the scientific community can tell you that. Based on the fact that we know that we are illogical creatures, we have to understand what is the common thread in our decision-making. So Charlie Munger, uh, Warren Buffett's business partner, was uh, or is uh, someone that has, uh, has really analyzed the way we think, and he's come up with these 25 cognitive biases that essentially will give us a clear idea as to how we make the decisions that we make. So what I'm specifically talking about here is bias number 18, which is called the availability and misweighing tendency. And that's essentially how we overweigh what's easily available. Essentially, what we look at is, say, for instance, if you've gone out shopping before and you've seen something that was on sale, then it was comparable to something that you've normally purchased. But say, for instance, this thing that is for sale is maybe uh, a couple ounces bigger or a couple grams larger, but the price is, doesn't seem like it really changes, uh, changes that much in comparison to what you normally buy. What you're going to most likely do if you're having trouble trying to figure out what exactly is going to be the best price, you're just going to go for what's easily available, the decision that you normally make. So what happens is that like instead of going out and trying to you uh, trying to save money you so you try to save what's called brain capacity you want to save as much brain as you can because we're 
inherently lazy as well. <laughs> That's just how we work. You know, our brain is lazy. Not saying that you're lazy, but our brain is lazy and it tries to conserve as much energy as possible. So that being said, your brain doesn't like to put a lot of effort into actually making decisions. So if at any point in time, it tries to say as consistent with its decision making as possible. And if you are faced with a decision between good and better, if the better isn't that much better, then you're going to opt for the good every time. Because just because it doesn't take much to think about it. So in the realm of TRX, TRX to me is better, but because you have to think a little bit more and you have to do a little bit more adjusting and it takes a little bit more brain capacity to get an effective workout, even though it is a better workout, you can still get a relatively decent workout with a machine and it takes a lot less brain capacity. As I said, all you got to do is sit down, maybe push, pull, lift, drop, <laughs> whatever you're doing with the weight and you can call it a day. You can get a sweat, you can get a pump, just as long as you're moving some weights your brain is saying, hey, I'm exercising, and you're happy with that. So I just want you to consider that in your everyday life is that sometimes you have to actually think about what you're doing. And in the cases that you have something where you have maybe have a com more complicated decision in relation to something that you, you may be done all the time, then you might have to think of consider using like maybe a checklist or having something that are like having some rules set out before you actually undergo the project. Just really try to figure out what the best way you can, uh, try to figure out the best way to make your project or whatever you're doing as easy and as step-by-step step as possible. Because at the end of the day, if you are going to tell yourself that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z has an exponent to it, and you have to do other things that branch off from these different activities, your brain is going to soon after shut off and just try to go back to what was working. You just think about what is the easiest available thing for you. So that's what we're going to uh, end on today. Just, as I said, I just want you to consider that. You consider an idea or a fact is not really worth more just because it's easy, because it's like easily available to your brain or because it just comes up. A lot of times you got to maybe take, take some time, think about that idea and maybe go a little bit further. So that's what it's all about. That's how you're going to make a better decision. Uh, that's how you can get better workouts. Sometimes it's good to get easy. Sometimes do, do what's easy for you. But if you really want to get a great workout, then you're going to have to do something that might be just a little bit more advanced. So anyways, that's what I got for you today. I hope you're having a good one whenever you're listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening. Yeah, I really do hope you're having a good day. As I always like to say, I really appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always... Keep good company.